join our psychedelic smoke sesh as we explore exciting new dimensions of existence, thought, and possibility. We'll take you out of this world and blaze through infinite realms while occasionally forgetting what we were saying. (laughs) (laughs) This This is is Higher Consciousness. Consciousness episode six of season two. Episode six. Yeah, can you believe that we're this far into it already? I feel uh, like I know I say this a lot. Past the halfway. Yeah. It's ridiculous. What happened? Where time. is time? Time, Liz. Time is an illusion, baby. Oh boy. So. <laughs> but this isn't. We this like... not the topic. <laughs> My goodness, getting off topic already. So tonight we're going to be discussing part two of astrology Ooh. with a special guest um, who we're like really excited to have. For I will throw this out here that the special guest is a very very she's like basically my best friend so like she's amazing and she's like really good she's been studying astrology for a very very long time there's a lot of unique perspectives that I think she has that she's will be bringing to the table so it'll be really interesting to to hear what she has to say especially as we are into the new year even though currently we are currently not in the new year but are we almost in the halfway. new year we're almost uh, halfway into the new year what? mystery time 100 years in the future 100 years time, in the future bro? exactly you don't know because time's know, an man. illusion right <laughs> okay <laughs> so who is our guest so, what is her name our special guest today is amber it's me. Hello. <laughs> I don't know if you wanted to say your last name, so I wasn't sure if that was no, that's or okay. if you had like um. We'll just call you Amber. Said. Yeah, we'll just yeah. We'll call you the Am- Amber. Amber yeah. the astrologer. Ooh, yeah, there we go. Da. Now I sound official. So. Yeah. Well, you are official. Yeah. So incredible. Yeah. So oh my goodness. So we're so excited. So before we get started, before we start invoking Mary Jane, before we just throw you into the the flame. Um, can you share a little bit with us and our audience a little bit about you, what it is that you do, anything that you are wanting to? Um, well, hopefully I don't let you down. Um, <laughs> You'll be I, I do a little bit of everything. Um, I do tarot, like I'm, I'm more well known for tarot and past life, mm-hmm. um, everything, everything karmic. Um, but astrology is something that I, I'm only recently starting to share more of. As Liz said, I've been studying it for a few years or for a while now, but I would say only got really serious about it in the last few years and, um, really started to dive in and, you know, instead of just kind of Googling things here and there, really, um, learning the origin of it and things like that. So, yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm excited because yeah, I, excited. you know, I, I've known you for a while now, Amber, and uh, I got, I got, I've gotten readings from you in the past. As I've gotten many readings from other people in our circles, but um, the past life reading I got from you was really great. Oh, thank you. Like really that. transformative, very great. Mm-hmm. Um, something completely unique, something I've never experienced before. Um, so that was amazing, and I think that in and of itself is what kind of made me that much more excited 
to bring you on to talk about this other subject that you are so passionate about. Oh, yeah. It's Love astrology. Clearly <laughs> yeah. a passion. Oh, yeah. Before we even, like, started the episode, I think we spent probably the first three hours of us hanging out of, you know, you updating us with our astrology chart. What's your chart? What's your numbers? <laughs> yeah. Let me look it up. Well, let me tell you this. This transit, mm, I see this, mm, that's, I feel for you, girl. It's like... <laughs> We, we had a lot of that. So. Or just the, uh, <laughs> oh, shit, I'm going to have to get back to you about this. Yeah, that, that's something that's, like, complicated. I'm going to need or some time that. I just need yeah. time to, to figure out how to tell you oh, about boy. these things. Right. Um, but it's pretty accurate, and it's actually, like, a lot of the things that she was telling me, even just for me today, was a lot of the things that I was already kind of feeling and sensing, and even more than that, too. So it was just really nice um to do that so one other thing before we get into smoking mary jane before we get super started um because we're only like somewhat started i guess um you practice a a specific kind of astrology and i really wanted to be specific about it from the get-go so people understand before we get really deep into the conversation where you're kind of coming from yeah absolutely um so the main type of astrology that i study is called hellenistic astrology um, it is one of the, it is the original astrology. Um, I, I feel a little weird saying that because that's not exact, but it's, it's based off the original texts of astrology. Mm. Um, and the only thing that really makes it stand out, I guess if you wanted something comparable, you could look into sidereal. Um, it's also known as Vedic astrology, but that puts a religious connotation on it. So mm. I really don't like to call it that. Um, you could also call it Indian astrology, um, because that is where it is mostly practiced. So kind of like how we call Western astrology, there's also Indian astrology. Mm. And the only thing that really makes it stand out is that they use the old ways, but they use different systems. So with side, you know, sidereal or Indian astrology, you're using the fixed stars, whereas the Hellenistic astrology that I practice, you're actually, um, utilizing the planets, which back when they form you know, formated astrology, and it, it first kind of came together, they called those the wandering stars because they didn't know yet, you know, mm. the planets existed. They thought they mm. were stars. So interesting. So, and so it's, interesting. it's all about um, the thing that really makes it stand out because there's medical astrology, there's spirit, I mean, there's so many, like, different areas you can go. There's financial astrology, which is really cool. You were um, talking to us a while back about our fame yeah. Fame astrology. Points of fame. Yeah, yeah there's so many different ways you can very take it. interesting. And those are and those can all be found in Hellenistic as well, but then there's mm-hmm. also ways where they get really specific and like events and things like that. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways you can take it. Um, but what I like most about the Hellenistic is just that it's very simple. They don't overly complicate it. It's very much the old ways. It took a very long time to create. Um, kind of the astrology you see a lot now is either based off Hellenistic astrology or not to sound like one is better than the other, but it, it just um, watered down a little bit sure. or easier for people to digest versus mm-hmm. the old ways, which are based heavily in philosophies and, again, studying for thousands of years of people observing certain events and what led to those events and with Hellenistic astrology I got off topic for a second <laughs> okay. we haven't even started smoking yet and I'm, I'm just like there. yes yes I love this I love everything about this discussion so far yeah but, this really set the tone go ahead but the Hellenistic astrology is all about our experience here on earth that, that's right. why um, it's not based on the fixed stars it's sure. actually based on the equinoxes and our human experience wow. and how that is impacted in, in a way that's awesome 
I love this. Yeah. I just love that it's like, you know, you take something that you're familiar with, right? And that you can, I would, I would imagine most people who go into the spiritual discovery, they are going to run into astrology mm-hmm. and they're going to see. It's the, everywhere the, now. The tip, yeah, yeah. But they're going to see the typical, you know, approach to it, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're going to be less inclined, I think, to go in your direction because they don't know about it. it, it there's there's not really much information. No, there's so much available. Yeah, there's so much like misinformation on the internet. Right, and exactly. Even you know, How even you with, through all of that. Even with the sun signs, like we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. you know, um, only in the last hundred to two hundred years have people ever referred to that as their sign. That's never been a thing. Interesting. Your sun sign is how you shine. It's it's how you go, you know, for things. It's it, it's where you shine. Like it's mm-hmm. your ego. Um, and uh, the rising is often misunderstood as a mask. Mm-hmm. When in reality, your rising actually represents your physical appearance. It mm-hmm. represents your personality. It is. It changes every two hours, and it's the literal point on the horizon when your soul enters the body. So. That's why it's more significant than a month you're born in where many other people are also born. Now, mm. of course, you have to take the whole chart into account because mm-hmm. you're not just your rising sign or your sun sign. But that's a really big misconception I see. And it and it's really hard to find that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's starting to be more well-known now because sure. people are diving into the side veil astrology, which mm-hmm. does honor the rising sign. Mm-hmm. But you'll still hear a lot of people um, saying things either like, well, I resonate with my, you know, sun sign. And, and yeah, you should resonate with your sun sign because it's there, but that doesn't make it your personality still. Right. Now, some people do have the same rising and sun, but that's a whole other beast. That's a whole, yeah. Um, See, like, this is even, like, so much further down in depth than I think most people are familiar with. You know, most people, it's like, what month of the year are you born? Of, you know, yeah. And, yeah. and that's like, oh, that's, that's your it. sign. Yeah. That's it. You know, it doesn't go any deeper than that. Yeah. Yeah. When in reality, you can't make any kind of prediction or like know how your year is going to go with that because it's all it's all decided on your rising sign, which then determines how the planets affect your individual houses and planets, Mm -hmm. which then tell you what's to come. Like you can't do that through the sun sign because the sun signs anywhere in your chart. It's it's hard to explain without an actual chart, but it's literally impossible. Yeah, it's 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 really fascinating to, to think about the fact that something that I would imagine millions of people swear by is watered down to the point where it's not really getting to the the personal aspects of the insight that you're really looking for well and it goes back to what i was saying um obviously not in here but um what we were saying about the industrial revolution where you shine where you work in a lot of ways in my opinion i obviously don't have anything to back this up but in my opinion i think the sun sign was idealized both from the miscommunication of texts but also from the industrial revolution because around that time is when the industrial re- industrial revolution really took off mm. and that's what they needed to know was how are you going to work but then they kept the horoscopes and things very vague so everybody could relate to them oh. when in reality so let's say you're a Le- so like i'm a leo sun if i look at a leo um sun horoscope i'm actually looking at a leo rising horoscope because even if the astrologist doesn't know any of it mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. They're making it for the rising signs, and they have no idea that they're doing it. And that's where I think it's important to trace back the philosophy and understand why are you doing what you're doing. If you don't know the why, you can decide it's not important, Mm -hmm. but you can't just decide that you don't need the information. That's just not how it works. Right, right. Yeah. Man, we've gone way too far down the rabbit hole. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's fine. I, I need to be further. way more Mary Janeified. Mary Janeified. <laughs> That's a new term. I just coined it. TM. Very professional. Trademark. Trademark, Trademark. Mary Janeified. I need a shirt. If I start seeing that out in shirts, 
I'm going to be pissed. Is all I'm saying. You got but, the you got the recorded evidence. Yes. Yeah. We did. It originated right here. Okay. But we can't forget about blessing to Mary Jane and bringing Mary Jane into the conversation. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, what are we smoking tonight? Do you know the uh, remember? I believe we're going with. I th- think this is actually a combination. This is a combo. This is a Ooh. blend. Right. This is a blend of Special. Uh, thin mint cookies, and uh, I, I believe it's. I don't think it's gorilla glue. I can't remember what the hell it is now. I don't know. I don't know. It's homegrown, though. Yeah, it is homegrown. It's not any of that dispensary bull crap. It oh, we is. don't want to say bullcrap. You don't want to say bullcrap. You bull know, crap. some of us still like the dispensary. Yeah, some of us still like the <laughs> some dispensary. Some of us are still a little bougie. The, yeah, like yeah. The, <laughs> Let the dispensaries have, like, they can do their thing and I've so can been, the homegrowers I've been, too. There's space for all. I've been interested all. in the homegrown recently. It's yeah. been taking me back to my roots. It, yeah. Actually, it's funny. When we started smoking this, Liz was like, man, this is different. I can taste the difference. And I'm it like, is very this different. This tastes like the weed I used to smoke back in the day, man. Holy shit. Anyway. Yeah, and I've been spoiled with dispensary weed up until right. recently. It's still so, pretty good, though. Yeah. So it's Thin Mints and Mystery really weed. weed. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> <good. laughs> That's what you should just call it. Yeah. Just mystery, mystery Weed. Mystery Weed. Mystery Weed. Maybe yeah. by the end of the show, you guys can tell us your theories of what weed you think we smoked based off wow. of our responses that's, and our reactions. Super, I would love to hear that. Deep. I would be love, very Yes, I would love to see your guys' creativity. Okay. All right. So... <laughs> Let's all get in a comfortable position. If I'm you're always here in a with comfortable us. position. If you're um, here with us, yes. the spirits. <laughs> yeah, if you're here with us in this time moment, invoking Mary Jane with us. Okay, ready? Oh, I'm ready. Bless you, Mary Jane, and thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for allowing our guest, Amber, the astrologer, <laughs> to be on our show with us. Thank you for allowing us to expand and open the minds of our viewers with this new thoughts and information that we will receive from the conversations. May this be a fun and silly and amazing and dope show. (laughs) You have to throw in dope, of course. No pun intended. No pun intended whatsoever because Mary Jane is dope. Thank you, Mary Jane, for being so dope. Um, We bless you, and we thank you for all that you do, and we receive the blessings you will give on to us as well. Thank you, and amen. Beautiful. Beautiful. Nailed it. Where's the lighter? Where's the lighter? Here it is. Okay, yeah. Here. Well, actually, we got two. Yeah. I just want to make sure because we've been on the the. I think every stoner probably has this problem where. there's so many lighters that are going out at the Excuse same me. time. Oh. <laughs> at least that's what I feel. We're just sorry. We're keeping an eye on our kitty because she may act up. She looks like she wants to act up. I'll have to go take care of it. Right. It's okay. So Every once in a while on this show, as our yeah. listeners well, are accustomed to kitty interruptions. All right. It's a smoke break, right? Yeah, it's just really a smoke break. So uh, we, since, we, you know, COVID people, we've rolled up a very personal little mini joint for well, our, our guest, Amber. So she's going to light up her little mini joint. I'm going to light up this little, like, three-quarter joint for us. I didn't really roll up a full joint for us this time for some reason. I'm not entirely sure why. I think I just got antsy. I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this joint. I want to roll it up. But... Uh, 
We also got a, a bowl waiting on deck. <coughs> yep. Coffin. Yeah. We got some coffin. <laughs> you can't say it. <laughs> See? <laughs> he says, like, oh, we're coughing. And it's like, oh, wait, that's not supposed to be funny. And it makes you laugh. It does. And then it makes you cough. It's and then you're stuck again. in the coughing. It's bit. a coughing type of the show. You gotta make a song about that so every time oh, it happens, you just like play the song. Oh, I do. Every single time <laughs> she coughs. I go, like, this is coughing again. It's coughing time. I want like a jingle just like yeah, that. Like that just like automatically jingle. comes on. Yeah, so when the like we can press the button like the pros do when they're recording stuff, you know. You know, we like we press the button. <laughs> you know? It's like we put the It's already recorded. You just have to press the button. You don't have to sing it every time. <laughs> I bring to the table with I authenticity. Yet. What? I bring to the table with authenticity that can't be matched. It's unparalleled. Yes. Thank you, Amber. Are you okay? I'm good. Right. You made me laugh I'm right sorry. as I was inhaling. I, just, I, I do really that. Hit. I do that. Well, plus Amber, you've been uh, you've been kind of abstaining for a little bit, right? I've been what? I'm sorry. Abstaining. Oh, yeah. You're kind of yeah taking been, a break. I was having a little bit of a detox there okay. so we all go through we all go. would you, know, you be no I, one of the things i, I was going to say about marijuana is i think that I, I a lot of us you know from time to time we just go through periods where we're like hey you know what? i'm done for a little bit i need to clean out i need to you know just give myself a break for a little bit i've been there multiple times but you know? but what i was gonna say why just because like why? Like, why? Like, for those who maybe are curious about marijuana that might be listening to this, like, why? Why would we want to, I guess, like... I mean, I, I can't speak what, for Amber, but for me... <laughs> no, that's what I was asking. Yeah, I mean, for me, I would say, you know, I've, I've quit for multiple reasons. I quit because uh, I was going through spiritual awakening, and I wanted to expand my mind a little bit more. Um, and I've also quit for, you know, job reasons. I've quit for uh, reasons because... You know, there was a little bit there where I just personally, I I wasn't feeling like I was getting. <laughs> oh real? Oh really? Someone wants to join? Just a baby. I think um, I just hold her like a baby, and uh, maybe she'll be quiet and be good. I just I don't know. Sometimes I just felt like I wanted to to clean out a little bit because I felt like I was doing too much. Yeah, you know? I think that's and where I, just, I wanted to like you know. But go ahead. Yeah, with all the, like, renovations and stuff, I think that's kind of where it was for me, where I just kind of needed a break. And then on top of that, um, I've been diving into more um, just self-study, lectures, personal growth. And sometimes that can be hard to do, and it can be really easy when you're digging up all that deep stuff to abuse it a little bit and I was definitely getting into that where it was becoming something to it's like I would dive headfirst in the deep emotions and then Mm -hmm. just be like oh, well, and just kind of bury them. So I just needed some time to reconnect and reground. But everybody, that's an interesting thing, is everybody's different. Yeah. So, like, I think... Because some people use Mary Jane to help them heal (coughs) through those kind of moments. Right. Um, Absolutely. And some people, you know, like you said, just may find themselves not being able to do that for whatever reason. Well, it goes back to my uh, Virgo 12th house moon, so it makes sense. (laughs) We don't... We need to... (laughs) We need to isolate. We need routine. We need to clean. We need lists. Yes. So, yes. Lists. <laughs> I, I think that's a, a perfect kind of, so a perfect kind of segue. Okay. So I you, love were, lists. you were just talking earlier. <coughs> My goodness, Liz. Would, what? Would, <laughs> what? Hey, hey, hey. I was just going through that. Let's My give her some space. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
what I was going to say is, you know, you were just talking earlier today about, um, about the fact that, you know, there's major differences between the traditional, you know, horoscope. Not traditional. Okay. I'm sorry. I I shouldn't say traditional. The, the original, the modern sort of interpretation, you know, the, the distilled down. What we know it is now. What we know it is now. Is what he's trying to say. The new age. Yeah. The new age horoscope versus, (laughs) you know, the type of stuff that you <coughs> investigate and are so deeply passionate about. So I would love to just hear your, what you think the different, the major differences are so that people that are familiar with the more modern new age version can understand. It's almost like when you get ready to like get a fight, you take off your earrings. Like that's the first thing you about do. About to drop the mic, guys. About to drop the mic. <laughs> That's like just for you guys who aren't obviously here. That's what's happening. She's getting ready to like. I just. I feel like uh, Lisa walked up to the podium. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Let's dive in. Let me tell you. Okay. Um, I would say the the biggest difference um, that I see that's the most common is, um, and we were talking about this earlier, but just the manifestations and stuff. So there's a lot of. There's a lot of beliefs, like there, there's an understanding that the stars hold a certain power and, and that's, that's another topic. We'll, we'll circle back. Um, <laughs> that's another thing. Um, but because of that, there's, you know, manifesting with the full moon, new moon, things like that. There's a lot of understanding that you can manifest with the moons um, two days prior and after because it's still technically in that phase. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people believe eclipses to be these super powerful, like, badass manifestors, which are actually incredibly (coughs) dangerous to manifest with. Um, I think and that's where I see the biggest discrepancy because there's a lot of belief that we can just make up our own rules with the stars. And, and we can just do whatever we want. Yeah, wow, we can just spin it. Sound familiar. Yeah, we can just spin it in whatever way kind of works it's like a mirror. for us. <laughs> I got distracted. I'm sorry. You gave me that look like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> America thinks sorry. that they could do that. Okay, they, go ahead. Well, no, it's because um, like. So, like, eclipses. Oh, eclipses are literally the original, the OG bad woman. Like, the, all those movies you see based in ancient times where they're like, no, king, don't do this. The blood moon's coming or the, the right. blood eclipse, whatever it is. Right. And they're like, I'm going to do it anyway. And then it falls and it's like, you should have listened. But then y'all go out there and manifest during the eclipse. I'm just saying. Like, right. it's, it's the same thing. <laughs> like, don't do it. Yes. Now, there are times to look inwards and to reflect and to grow. Absolutely. Be gentle with yourself. You okay? There's just so much coughing in this episode. It's a little harsh tonight, okay? Who is hard? I'm trying so hard not to, like, overtake. I'm hearing you. It's okay. It's okay. It's rough. I I feel you. (laughs) Um, It's so rough. Okay. Oh, but then also with the moon, so we were were also talking about that. So not Mm -hmm. even just eclipses. So, again, eclipses generally, now I'm not going to say all eclipses are bad because they're not there there are those few rare occasions it's kind of like how you can't um just classify everything under one umbrella Mm -hmm. and also what we consider good and bad is it's more about polarity than it is the actual term good and bad yeah we've been been trying not to use good and bad because it's just the i wanted to clarify before i talked about it i don't want to misunderstand (laughs) that's huge for a lot of people aside from astrology right just in general that is huge because it is nothing to do 
with what we perceive exactly. as a good actor or a bad mm-hmm. actor is literally an electrical kind of polarity or a magnetic kind of polarity. Yeah, it's just a, it's yep. literally a polarity. So anytime you hear me say good or bad, I am not saying like like this is sunshine it's and like rainbows. The, like I'm like saying the, the different sides of the spectrum. What's easier to work with with what's going to give you more obstacles? Right. right. So like a brighter red versus a darker red. Like, exactly. Just different extremes. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the other one you see a lot of is with the moon. So a lot of people will manifest on the full moon. That's actually not a good idea for so many reasons, but the most important one being the moon, once it reaches maximum light, once it's completely full, it's starting to lose light, lose momentum. And I know Liz, you know, earlier you made a really good point where you said, well, that was really great for cutting things away. Mm-hmm. And in theory, and in the new age, you know, that makes sense. But in astrology, it doesn't. Because the fact is, it becomes less potent, it becomes mm-hmm. less active, and it's able to do less for you. So mm-hmm. even though you're trying to cut things away, the moon doesn't carry it away for you. It's, it's about how full is it to hold your intention. So you want to you make your request before mm-hmm. it's depleted. You always want to manifest when the moon is growing in light Mm -hmm. because that means if you're trying to get rid of something it's going to have momentum to leave your life if you're trying to bring in something it's going to come with momentum (coughs) and then the other faction of that that's cool i've never thought about it like that Mm -hmm. well if you don't read the original text it's easy to miss right um but you also want to pay attention to your own dates because you will actually find you can manifest with less effort and just so much bigger things if you use your day of luck so if you, versus uh, any full moon, you could use any full, like, um, so let's say, I'm trying not to be one of those people that uses a bunch of terms that makes it confusing, but let's say you had, <laughs> if you have, <clears throat> whether you're born during the day or the night is going to indicate what sect you have. So you'll either have a day sect or a night sect. If you have a day sect, <clears throat> then Jupiter and Saturn are going are going to be on your team. So Jupiter will be your... Like me. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> So Jupiter is going to be a powerful, like, bringer of um, abundance. Whereas Saturn is going to be the bringer of... That's <coughs> kind of how I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the night team, it is Mars is the bringer of karma. Mm-hmm. And Venus is e. the bringer of wealth. Yes. Um, so... Now, do they... I'm sorry. Mm, no, it's okay. Back, but do they... Is there a reason why it's just those four out of yes, all the other planets? It has to do with their archetype. So an archetype, okay. the most pure version of something. And the elements that they most thrive in. Interesting. So, um, Jupiter, since it is a gaseous planet, mm-hmm. it's, um, it, like, kind of like it grow. It's dark and warm. Mm-hmm. So it grows. And therefore, the sun projecting onto it makes it more powerful. Mm-hmm. Same with Saturn. Like, it's also going to be um, an in, it's kind of intense heat tends to kill things in mm-hmm. a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're born during the daytime, it's, it's, it's a hard way to describe it. But, like, right. it, it just means that it's, it's in your element. It's kind of like feminine and masculine. Mm-hmm. So you just thrive and do better in that particular Right. Area. Not to say you can't exist, right? Because we all yeah. exist. Oh, yeah. But like you can be, be you can go with the flow better here right. versus like being 
thrashed against the rocks. <laughs> exactly. Right. And and that's the thing, too. Like, it doesn't make the other planets necessarily bad. It just means they're playing for the other team. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So okay. they're not going to show you as much. So like, ju- so, like, a good example, like, Liz, you have a, um, like you said, Venus. That's your powerful one. So Jupiter's on the other team for you. So if Jupiter goes into a conjunction, um, not a conjunction, because I don't want that to be confused with the 21st. Um, if it goes into a particular alignment that everybody's like, money, 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 like, do it. That's not going to be nothing for you. I'm sorry. It's not. Yeah. You can manifest with it, but you can only manifest to the extent of your own chart. Now, Venus goes into alignment for you. You're going to be rolling in money. Like, that is your time. Like, so it's knowing what is beneficial to you versus wow. what is not. And is also, amazing. what is the polarity of the sign that the moon is in? Um, because let's say you have your par of luck, but if it happens to be close to a moon that is in fall for you, or uh, th- th- there's a lot of terms, but depending on the placement, I know I'm trying so many terms, so many words. words. There's so many like phrases popping in my head right now, <laughs> and I'm like, no, don't say it. I don't want to sound pretentious. I'm trying Not really to hard to. Not to mention the fact like, that you have guides and other spirits talking to you all the time. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, remember this, and remember this about what guides. <laughs> all right, let's. <laughs> so, but. I forgot what I was saying. That's okay. We were talking it about, on the show. We were talking about the day side, night side, and we were talking about <coughs> why it's better to look at your particular planet. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can't believe I remembered. <laughs> Good Killed job. It. <laughs> Killed it. Good job. Wow. Um, so basically, like, your day of fortune is the day that the moon is crossing over um, the luckiest part of your chart, basically. And when that's your day to manifest. Or when your beneficial planet is moving into a powerful alignment. And if you know that stuff, again, your manifestations are going to just, it's, it's snapping your fingers, literally, like the easiest, like more, better than law of attraction. Just. So my question is, with the upcoming kind of like alignment of Saturn and <clears throat> Jupiter, is that like something major? That is something really major. Okay. Um, so... Super oh, man, so glad you asked. <laughs> Let's talk about it. We were, we were talking about those two planets being yes. very important, especially for this guy right here. Yeah, so yeah. I was just curious. Me like, too. So you and, and I, I have, oh, yeah, killing yes. it. Okay. So, and I have a question later too. Don't let me forget. All right. Liz we don't know what the question is, but we will not Liz let you forget. has a question. Yes. Give me a pen. <laughs> so, so Jupiter is the planet of growth and expansion. It's all about abundance, but growth unchecked becomes cancerous. So Jupiter in a certain position is not always beneficial. Actually, a Jupiter placement is COVID. I mean, like that's literally what brought it on is the spread of disease. Like, so if it doesn't have if it doesn't have a check or a balance, now yeah. Saturn is boundaries. Saturn. So Jupiter says yes to everything. Saturn says no to everything. Now and not out of fear or lack, but out of the understanding that it doesn't need more. That's enough. Mm-hmm. This is where we stop. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're moving into alignment that way, mm-hmm. it's really powerful because it's a perfect check and balance. It's mm-hmm. a perfect growth and expansion, but just enough. Right. And the reason that it's significant, this particular one is significant, is because we're actually moving into the age of air signs, not the age of Aquarius. I just want to be very clear. Not, not the, the age, age of Aquarius. <laughs> Do not say that. Do not. <laughs> Not the age of Aquarius. I've just been seeing so in much Amber's stuff about that. In Amber's perspective. Yes, in I, my perspective. I would like to add that. In yes. Perspective. In my perspective, it's in Hellenistic polish. astrology's perspective, it is not. Um, and the reason that I'm saying that is because we're entering into the age of air signs. It's not about Aquarius. It is about moving from these, these conjuncts that have been happening in earth signs for the last 200 years, 
making a heavy focus from the collective because outer planets are always about the collective, <clears throat> but bringing a heavy focus onto the industrial revolution, onto money and capitalism and growth. Like that's what's been the focus. And we're about to move away from that and move into air science, which is all intellectual and communication. So seeing digital money, you know, seeing like a lot of, like you were talking earlier about those ships that don't need fuel and things like yeah, that. Like, like fusion ion engines. Like more, yeah. literally the other day I saw like an article about a plane that uses fusion ion engines and fucking AI in Russia and uh, fucking, uh, all, I don't know, like five or six other things that all happened in the same day. And I was like, And that's what? just in the How? shadow phase. We're yeah, only in the shadow like period. It hasn't even that. entered yet. Yeah. And once it does, we're going to see it really start taking off. And yeah. luckily, well, based on, you know, <clears throat> what we're seeing um, in the charts to come, mm-hmm. we are seeing a lot more of a focus on the collective, on community, on taking care of the earth mm-hmm. and sustaining yeah. it, realizing that the earth doesn't need us. It could get rid of us if we continue to be problematic for it. So that's why it's so important. And that particular day, December 21st, I will say that particular one, um, is a really great day for everyone to manifest, um, regardless of day or night charts. However, when I say manifest, I don't mean like ask for a million dollars and it's going to show up. (laughs) I'm talking, picking a direction of life. Like, like it's about, cause that's, that's what we're doing. We're changing direction Mm -hmm. in the collective. So it's about finding a direction in your personal life. Like basically getting in the car and telling the driver where you want to go. Well, that's the thing is like, why the (laughs) F would you be asking the universe for gasoline when you really want a car? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I would prefer a car. I'll get the gasoline. When I get the car, you know, exactly. I'm just, I don't need to ask for like a bajillion gallons of gasoline. Cause what mm-hmm. the fuck am I going to do with bajillion gallons of gasoline? And no car. A car? <laughs> yeah. You know, so I don't know. That's, that's an interesting. No, that's a, that's a perfect, like, I think that's a perfect description of it, honestly, anyway. mm-hmm. because that's, that's the biggest focus is I think people kind of lose sight of that sometimes is mm-hmm. that they need to be picking a direction, especially for transits like this one. Now we are not going to see another transit mm-hmm. this big. In our lifetime, not that at least not that I've seen know, or heard that's of. That's why I'm like so excited for it. This is a this is a really big so one, and excited. we're gonna feel a pretty big shift. Now to circle back to the whole age of Aquarius thing, what's described as the age of Aquarius, we will be experiencing a month of that. It is not a decade. It is not a lifestyle right. shift. It will not uprise spirituality and. We will not be having a collective awakening, Um, but during February of next year, we are seeing a time where things are going to be looking really positive and very possible and a Mm -hmm. lot of growth, but also keep in mind that the astrology of next year is still about building back up, and that does take work and consistency and time, like you said. So that is my birthday. So, so. Yeah. it's gonna be a really good month. We have good months for you for sure. <laughs> Working in your favor. Yeah. You said you had a question. Yeah. So I was gonna ask. Um. So for those people that are curious about the magic of the full moon, what would you say is good to do on the full moon, coming from an astrologer standpoint? I guess my question is like, what do you mean? Like, like to honor the moon, to get something out of like, well, yeah. Like if somebody were to do magic or something, or if somebody were to, you know, charge their crystals or things like that, like, okay. Are all those things still in play? Yeah. 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 No, those, those are kind of, those are kind of different. Um, that's not really setting an intention or trying to, um, 
make a huge like life shift. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you want to charge your crystals, things like that, like no astrologist is really going to tell you not to do that. Um, if you want to work with the moon, you can still absolutely work with the moon. Just make sure that for the new moon, you're working with it the day after. You want always when it's building light. So on the day of the new moon, you do nothing. The day after the new moon, you manifest because it's building light in that sign in that direction. And if per chance your power of fortune lines up with that, do not miss that opportunity. Like you, like do not, that is a perfect opportunity. If you want to manifest with a full moon, mm-hmm. it just needs to be the day before okay. it, com- it goes full. And That's then you could still work with them, but also keep in mind, make sure that the sign the moon is in or the placement is not in fall because if it's in fall, you don't want to work with that. And what's in fall? What does that mean? So, I'm blanking on it right now. Um, the moon. So, basically, it means, okay, I'll, I'll use my Mars because that's the only one I can think of at the moment because that's where we are. Um, <laughs> so, you be, that's put a chart in front of me. Mary Jane is taking us, folks. That is. That's where we're at right now. That is. Put a chart in front of me and I could be like, oh, it's right here. But for some reason, if it's not sitting in front of me, I got to actually think about it. So... <laughs> But so a good example is um, my Mars in my chart is actually in fall because it's in Taurus. And that just means it doesn't perform as well there because they are opposing natures. So Taurus is opposing Aries. Venus is opposing Mars. It all goes back to the planets. We use the signs, but that's not actually what's important. Venus is opposing Mars. Yes. So because Venus is all about like love and enjoyment and like being very soft and like um, just very, very feminine. Like, and I don't mean like in the cis kind of way I'm talking like in the actual true divine femininity kind of a way and divine masculine kind of a way. Mars is the divine masculine and Venus is the divine feminine. When they come together, there's no harmony because you're basically living, think of it as, um, you're living with an inhospitable host. So somebody that doesn't know, doesn't speak your language, doesn't know your needs, can't support you. So you're kind of in an unsafe environment and things are a little more chaotic for you versus if Mars was in Aries, it is perfectly at home. I mean, it's even, I think it's even exalted if I remember it correctly, or maybe, maybe it's in Leo. It's in one of them. Who but anyway, the point, Who I know. I'm telling you, if it's in front of me, I can do it. But if it's not, and I got to think about it. I just I I lose like the it. Greatest I'm, part. I'm well, this is the I'm greatest part of the show. Because when you yeah. don't know what you're talking yeah. about, and you're like, okay, that's yeah. how you. Right. I'm a try. But give me a second. I got it. Give me a minute. But I'll get if it. it's if it's in a good place, then it means it's treated like royalty. If it's in its own, yeah, Mars and Aries is on. It's in its own sign. Okay, yeah, nailed it. I'm yeah, there. Then, <laughs> because Scorpio is the second ruler of Mars. Yes, that's correct. That's the version so it's mm-hmm. the feminine version mars is the masculine version or, or aries is the masculine aries, version yes. so it would be treated like royalty in that so if i had my mars and aries i would be the most like courageous brave badass but like bubbly like mm-hmm. i might be a little explosive here and there but for the most part like i would seem like a very like balanced person in taurus i'm going to I might be kind of, well, I am, I'm petty and I will <laughs> bury it down and it'll take me a long time to be like, yeah, you fucked up. Oh, can I say that? Yeah, yeah you okay. you're allowed to get fucked up. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, so it, it just depends on if it's in fall or not. So, um, I do know that because 
I'm gonna sound like really silly because if I don't get this right, but it's something, I know recently we had a moon that was in fall though. So anybody that would try to manifest with that is probably gonna get the opposite of what they asked for. <laughs> but you guys, I mean, you don't even have to like go and like pay for an astrology reading, like legit, download Twitter, Twitter, follow some astrologists on there and they will tell you if it's in fall or if it's a good time. Just, just listen. That's is there any do. place that people can follow you? Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I am thinking Thank about... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's no that that is coming. That's actually something I'm working on right now. Um it's just not quite launched yet. Um That's but cool. I have thought about possibly using Twitter to because I do like that it's a format that will log everything for me so I can go back and kind of look at it. Yeah. But also kind of making predictions on there. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't quite have it yet. Like I have a Twitter that I follow a bunch of people on and you know, you all can follow, find me on there, and you can follow all the people I follow because they're amazing. And what's your Twitter account? That can people follow you at your Twitter? That account? is an excellent question, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good I'm question. Trying. This is great. Oh my god. I Such a good it. question. I love um, it so much. However. <laughs> You see, I tend to make the handles, and then I I kind of don't really pay attention after that. So it's a mystery. It's folks. a mystery. It's a I will, mystery. I will get it to you, and then you I can remember the higher. And you know what? You're now like our higher consciousness mystery friend, like yeah. <laughs> Amber the astrologer. I'll go tag my oh, no. mystery friend. I'll just oh, go no, tag no, myself like, on your guys' uh, post. Oh yeah, there you go. That's all. I'll just she'll be like, tag, here I am. She'll tag herself. Okay. And so. everybody will think I'm some weirdo taking credit for it. <laughs> Pretending to be an astrologer. (laughs) I think that's where we go. I'm gonna get her good. I'm gonna get some bogus predictions. Ruin her reputation. Yeah, they'll never know. Oh, he pulled up my Twitter. Thanks. Oh, we got an assistant over here. We love the Twitter. Thank you. What a. Oh, and it it even kind of looks official because it's got like my. My uh, stuff on there. <laughs> it wasn't really set to. It was more of like the astrologist look. You are official, look. Amber. She's a great. I guess. You are, you are, you're real. She probably has like a real. blue check verified account. <laughs> like 100,000 followers. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> um, I don't know if any of that many people could listen to what I have to say. <laughs> that might not go well. I don't know. But I'd be like, your moan's in fall. <laughs> <laughs> so I am. Volsky. <laughs> Underscore lunar lioness. So my son Yeah. That is mysterious. Yeah. Yes. Even when we know it, what it is, it's mysterious sounding. I enjoy it. Yeah, well, you know me. Thank I'm all about mystery. Hey. <laughs> awesome. Again, going back to my moon in the uh, 12th house. I thought I to forget what house. Oh my god. Oh. That's bad. Let's not forget our house. You would, no. you would never forget. We wouldn't want to forget. Would, It'd be would, like a Back to the back. Future situation where you oh, yeah. uh, you sneak into the wrong Mary house Jane and then get beaten that. your ass on the way out the door. Yeah, yeah, or I'll just come yeah. bust in and be like, it's this house, and then run back Oh my goodness. Well, all of this has been truly fascinating because I have been getting into astrology myself. I've only been really looking up when the planets, like, anytime somebody is like, the planets are doing something, I'm like, what are they doing? Like, that's the only time, like, I, I mean, that's legit. Like, look at that one another weird. <laughs> Mars passes by Mercury, like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's so pissed. It's an aspect. (laughs) What the fuck are you doing? Aspects, guys. 
It's seriously though, when you look into the folklore and things like that, you like look back at it. It's like the planets are just fighting. They're just like a family. They're, they're, they're just, just fighting. They're, they're just, just people. Yeah. Holding, it's like an episode of it, Friends. Yeah, like they are. I think planets are because you know a lot of what we've been watching and like learning and listening to. And what we know about Mother Earth, planets are, like, living beings. Like, just because, like, there may not be living beings that whether we cannot see. I have a theory, personally, that there are living beings on all of the planets that are currently existing, but we are in a dimension that we cannot see Me too, Liz! Me too! Um, They're in a dimension that we cannot see them, but I think eventually we're going to break through that in the future. I think a lot of reality is getting ready to... I've often said that, like, I I had a feeling, and and maybe this is wrong, but you know, one of the thoughts that I was that the Earth itself could transition from this dimension to another dimension. However, there could still be a version of Earth that stays behind. You know, so like you could have like a version of Earth that's still in the third dimension, but maybe the people of Earth have like moved on to like yes. another dimension, Which you know, I where there's no physical, happen. you know, emb- embodiment, right, mm-hmm. in the third dimension anymore. But you're still on Earth. You're just in like a fourth or fifth dimension. Yeah. You know? Who knows? I don't know. I think we'll get there the at one point. Infinite. I don't know. I also do not know. The universe is infinite. It's great. It is. It's like as much as you can like predict stuff looking at the stars. There's not really, like, one thing that's going to say, like, this is the universal answer for everything. <laughs> I know everything. Oh, and, oh, oh, no. You no, know Because no. it's like no, you're, no, no. you're in third dimensional, could, like, thinking. There's right. no way you can escape that matrix. Well, even in astrology, you're literally just looking at the human experience. You're not looking at right. the stars themselves. They're not, like, they're just reflecting back to you. Exactly. Exactly. I need the latro, natro. And who's to say that, you know... It isn't already happening in some way. Like, if time is li- not linear and, like, you know, there's so many different That's ways the original belief like, behind astrology, though. It's yeah. actually believed that the reason the stars are a map for us is because these things have already happened and they're just there to guide us so that we stay on track. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. fate, like, I mean, there's, obviously there's some controversy about this because some people don't like to believe that they are not in control of their fate, which that's right. not what I'm saying. It's not that you're not in control of your fate. Um, when I say that it's it's already happening, these are the things you were going to choose anyway. Mm-hmm. You were always going to choose this way. You were always going to go in this direction because of who you are. Yeah. Now, there can be minor tweaks here and there because obviously it's not as specific. Right. But the general direction is still going to be the same. And it is. And in the original astrology, that's what they teach is that it's already predetermined. And the stars are just trying to give us a heads up like, hey – the drought is coming or hey because you know originally astrology was never personal it was always collective and it was always for the king sure and then over time as people you know as time progressed um and whatnot it became a luxury for people of wealth to start Mm -hmm. saying well what about me what about me Mm -hmm. and then as more and more time passed it just became a more and more common practice yeah so that's how people you know, they would know when to plant their crops or to try for a child or That's interesting. careers, you know, like they would use a lot of that, not necessarily to, yeah, not yeah. to dominate them, but to yeah. just know what to direction have, they need at that time. Right. Because if we're here to live on earth, to have the best experience and to live our best life, why wouldn't we want to work with the planets to be able to have that experience? As, exactly. Like knowing, cause here's the thing, like we're in a contracted time 
right. like <clears throat> on Earth. Like we know that we all are born and then we will eventually die, but we don't know when that's going to be for for certain. So, but we and we know that, so we're bound to that. So, since we're bound to that, wouldn't it be lovely to have that freedom to kind of say, you know what, I give surrender to the fact that. You know, I am not really fully in control, and that the are there are other things that are influencing me, and they are, a ref, they are a part of me in a in a large spectrum. But if I choose to work with them, you get to live your life in a way that I think would be more. It's just less challenging. It's less challenging. Well, like, like, like we were talking, better. like I said earlier before, like you can either go with the flow of the river. Or you can choose to be bashed against the rocks time and time mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and we were actually talking about that earlier. Like, mm-hmm. I actually think that is like kind of the flow of life is is like a river. Like, you can choose to move yourself. If, if, if you picture yourself as part of the water, like one molecule within the water, right? Mm-hmm. You can either choose to move yourself into the middle of the river and go with the flow of the river and not be bashed against the rocks time over and over again. Or you can choose to stay on the edge of the water and just constantly be battered mm-hmm. and again and again and again against the rocks, against the dirt, against the earth, against whatever the hell you may run into. We see that a lot with people that don't follow, like like people that, um, I mean, I've seen it even in family members and friends that, you know, they don't necessarily believe in this stuff, but, you know, they're always pretty supportive. And I'll look at their chart and you can tell right away, like all their, well, not, I won't say all, because obviously we are here to experience hardships, right. but most of their hardships come from them resisting their path instead of embracing it. And <laughs> it is about just embracing the journey. And it's like you were saying earlier about contracts. Um, you know, we're here for a contracted time. I I do believe that that's what the stars are. I think they're there to remind us of our contract. Mm -hmm. We signed a contract. We said, this is what we were going to do. And it's basically kind of like a progress check-in. It's not meant to dictate Mm -hmm. us. We shouldn't choose based off of it. Like I don't make choices necessarily based off the stars. Maybe I'll use that time to, if I see that my planets are in fall, I'm not necessarily going to go sign on a house or if I see something bad's coming, but at the same time, like Mercury going retrograde, that's well known for being a really bad thing. And I'm not saying it's like a super positive thing, but it's actually, for some people, it's actually a very lucky it's time. It's really lucky for me. And you, and you might have a, I have to look closer, but you might have a um, Why don't you do some research after the episode? I will be doing research. I <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting another like long like Amber I love like Amber so much because like she has been so helpful because I receive these long messages all about my chart and if it's We're not like long messages yeah if they're long like voice memos and I'm just like <gasps> and like I honestly like, need Liz, to like listen <laughs> yeah. and I do honestly I need to sit down and like write it out because there's just there's just so much information but even today like she was sitting here telling me so i have recently entered my saturn return and for any astrologers you know what yeah, that I means, know what that means. <laughs> 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 and everybody that else that is here with us today has already surpassed their saturn return so i guess i am fortunate to have people who've already gone through it i mm-hmm. guess that are with me but at the same time, Amber was telling me, um, she's like, just so you know, this is something that you chose. This was something that was contracted. You signed the contract. <laughs> and you said you were going to come here and do this. And you're over here. And, Objection. Yeah, Objection, Judge. Like, are you no, sure? <laughs> 
know, loopholes. <laughs> she's like, it's gonna be like what, it, like it was gonna be like really hard. It's gonna be like a really hard time for me, and it's gonna be like a really rough. Well, if you time. resist it, if yeah. I resist it and stuff, it's a really challenging time. But even you said still, even if I don't resist it, it's still going to be... It's challenging to help you grow. Yes. It's that boundaries. Right. It's exactly. And so, but hearing that, it's just like, why? Like... Yeah. What the hell? In the, in, in the moment. That's like, like Gemini rises. That why? What do you mean? Everything's changeable. Yeah. Like everything, like... Everything is relative, man. Exactly. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. It's yeah. like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but it's one of those things where it's like I had that moment, but then I kind of sat with it, and like after a while, like I was a little mad. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little mad because I'm like, I didn't want to know that, like, and I just no, just no. But it's like okay, but I get it. I can see knowing who I am, knowing who like the person that I think I am be evolving into it makes sense why I would do this because I know me well enough to know that I'm like I'm gonna choose some of the hardest things to do because I know I can do it (laughs) (laughs) yeah so here we are (laughs) you know honestly I've often felt like that for a lot of my life is like Dave why are you doing it like this like this is the hard way you know, but for whatever reason, I just felt like that's what I naturally. For those that don't towards. know, Dave is an Aquarius moon and sun and a Capricorn rising. So any yes. astrologist will understand why he's saying what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always wanted to do things And the you're telling way. them tropical signs. Oh, yeah, we're talking about tropical. Yes. Yeah. Just to make that clear for people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're talking tropical. Because we are yes. on part two of this episode. Yes. And that's expanded knowledge, expanded wisdom yes. of this topic. Yes. We want to be clear about yes, what we're talking clear. about. Very, very clear. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yes. I'll go into too long of a tangent if I start talking about it. So I'm, I'm like, <laughs> that's trying really like, hard. Yeah. 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 I just keep repeating yeah. it. I'm like, yeah. Well, no, and then that's a, that's what we were saying earlier because it's like you can try to manifest all you want, but you already signed a contract with the universe. It's not going to give you a loophole and give you an out. It does love you, right. but that's why it's doing it. It's not mm-hmm. we right. as the we as humans we like to play the martyr or the why me, but we don't understand that this is always for something bigger. Yeah, and it's the not universe a to you, it's a for, it's for you. It's, yes, it's always for you, mm-hmm. and it's always about your growth, your expansion, being the best version of yourself, and inevitably your Saturn return. Even though it is rough, it doesn't have to be miserable like I mean I was you know sharing with Liz that during my Saturn return um there were particular there were two particular lessons and one of them I flowed with and it was still a challenge but it was manageable the other one I resisted and it was it was hell like it was terrible and it wasn't until I stopped resisting it and even then it's like after I did finally make the right choice, it's like the universe had to come in and smack me around a little bit and be like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it's still like, and, but it, it, it's, it is out of love and it is out of just making sure that you're going to keep making that choice. You're going to keep right. making that choice for you. You're going to stay in what you learned, you know, or do you need a re-lesson? This is like, think of it as a, like I was telling Liz, think of it as a final exam. It's just, all right, let's review your twenties and let's do a final exam. See how you're doing. Are you ready to ascend? Yeah. Like that's, that's right. all it is. It's just preparing. You. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you know, no big deal. You ready to ascend or not? No big deal. Yeah. Well, it's and it's not though. Like something too, like because you're going to do the right thing at the right time, and it's going to right. you. Yeah. No matter what, you you already signed the contract, yes. and you're already on path. Exactly. So that goes back to the you're whole faded thing. Mm-hmm. No matter what, you're going to end up in the right. in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just how that's going to feel and look for you. 
will depend on how you approach it. Right. And, and always, how well you listened, you know. Well, I always to, thought yes. that that was interesting, too, because we, we were talking about that earlier when it relates to, because um, I, I always look at things from, like, a scientific point of view, and I was thinking how it relates to quantum physics mm-hmm. and how, you know, we can shoot a particle through a double slit experiment and have a wave pattern of potentialities of where that particle is going to land. But we don't exactly know where it's going to land until it lands. And when it does, it solidifies into reality. So exactly. like when it, when it comes to these types of things, it's like we have a, a, a pretty – and I think that goes in line with intuitives and mm-hmm. the work of intuitives and, and you know, um, that kind of, you know, trying to tap into the, the nature of consciousness and, mm-hmm. and the future telling ability of it where <clears throat> we can pull it all together and look at the potentialities of what could possibly happen mm-hmm. for a particular person or outcome. And you have a pretty good idea of where it's going to land. But until it lands, until you make the decision, you don't necessarily have reality. And that's, I think, what we're all living out, honestly. We're playing it out. Because at last minute, somebody could hit a button. Something could throw it off. And, like, so everything could point to it landing here. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean it necessarily, you know, will. So, like you said, like, we don't know until it finally touches down. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But you can still get – but also – you have to keep in mind too that like with the stars and the universe they don't work the way we work so what they consider in alignment and what we do Two different it, things. it's not the same thing so i might so your chart might say like hey you're crazy abundant okay but what are you abundant in like what element like yeah. where is it what house is it in like are you yeah. like is it you know there, there's it can mean so many things right but you won't know until you start to manifest or work towards it or if it might say hey this will bring you money but it might not be that initial act. It might not be that initial spark, but it might be the spark and what it sets off after mm-hmm. that brings you, you know, money or success or, but you don't, you, you don't know. You just have to trust your right. contract and trust yourself. So, I must say, so I, that's what surrendering <laughs> to the universe essentially wow. means. And yeah. like, in a surrender way to the wandering stars, yes, yeah, yeah, surrender like child, to the wandering yeah. stars, but surrendering to yourself. I feel like a child that doesn't you've know created this experience, and that's yeah. I just feel like I don't know a goddamn thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm just sitting here thinking, like, <laughs> you know, because well, then that's one of the transformations that I personally feel like I've been going through in in this COVID lockdown. You know, is going within looking at all aspects of myself, what I like, what I don't like, doing housekeeping, right? Right. And trying to integrate the lessons that I'm I'm learning. And ultimately what I'm finding is that, you know, I really just need to focus more on what I love to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and being more of who I am and expressing my opinion and having that heard more. You know, because I've been keeping it to myself. Oh, I know. Whole time. I told you. I know. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> you've been doing readings for me this whole time. You've been telling me this like the whole time. I know. I feel like once I've given Amber my birth chart, it's like, okay, here you go. You knew what you, you know signed what up for. I knew what you signed <laughs> but, up but for. Now, but now but that I've I done it. I am so grateful I did it. But right. But now that I've done it, you know, I feel like I'm that guy who just went through a traumatic 
mm-hmm. you know, experience and I'm learning to walk again, mm-hmm. you know, where I have to like understand how to like speak and act and think and and look how you perfect know. your timing is as we enter a whole new age of the collective thinking like right. the yeah. capricorn rising so just had the most difficult last three years like they've been going through the most right and you i mean you in particular you got a lot of saturn stuff going on in there so that's it, yeah. it does still inter- affect you but you, like it's definitely well it's your ruler so it's it's a little bit easier for you but you have both the breakdown and the build up so get my hula hoop out yeah. get that energy going <laughs> but it's interesting that next year's supposed to be a really great year for you where you're more in alignment with yourself and your this truth year, and your purpose and yet this year was supposed to be you know so it, it's just interesting how it's transitioning for you that way even without yeah. you knowing it because i only told you that recently so right. you didn't know that that right. was what you're you supposed know. to do honestly well it, it, well when so without I the started, stars telling you right but the thing is, the thing and is is like followed your path right like we we started this year without the knowledge of a lockdown you know what I mean? And I had already planned on doing everything that I had planned on doing, you know? So I just went through it, just through a lockdown. Mm-hmm. But in doing that, I think it also gave, afforded me a lot of other things that I normally wouldn't have had, mm-hmm. you know? So it's kind of interesting when you re- you stop and you reflect on all this period of time where it's just felt like nothing but struggle, you know? But... At the end of the day, like you were saying before, all it is is just love. You mm-hmm. know, it's the universe trying to just love you all the way to all the way you. to where you're supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So oh, I'm, and so I had an, I had another thought too that I wanted to point out really quick for any just just we're for people perfect. that don't we're right know. Right at the hours. Oh, good. So go yeah. for good. It. Okay. Got a couple more minutes. Sure. So, um. We're going to circle to cusp signs because I was somebody for a long time that believed I was a cusp sign. So I want to talk about oh, that really yeah, quick because yeah, yeah. I learned I like to hear about that. So I'm going to start by saying that it is, at least according to the original text, it's impossible to be a cusp sign. The only reason they say that is because when it enters a new sign, it's like changing a channel. It's not about the actual placements in the sky. It's about the divide and it's looked at as changing a channel. But that's, mm-hmm. that's not to say that your feelings are irrelevant because they're not. What that actually means is you might have a dominant, let's say your sun sign is Scorpio. You heavily resonate with that, but you're actually an Aries rising. Chances are you could be feeling that Mars influence. Yeah, super Mars. But then also, yeah, definitely. But then also you might have a dominantly water chart. So if you have a Mars influence in your rising and a water chart, you're going to feel like a Scorpio that will resonate for you. So it doesn't mean that you're not that sign or you don't embody it because so many things play a huge role on our, in our chart. It just means that you might just, it might be a little bit more complex, right? It's not just one thing you can point at and say, that's it. And same with your rising sign. Cause a lot of people will say, no, I don't resonate with my rising sign. I, I hear that a lot when I've pulled charts. But then once we actually get into what the rising sign truly means, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they've misunderstood it for another sign or another element. So in most mm. cases, what you're feeling is correct, you, but you're feeling attached to a meaning that was incorrect. So you were given a wrong definition and attached to it. It doesn't mean that your feelings, again, 
are not genuine. It just means that you're looking at the wrong part of the chart. Mm -hmm. You have to look at the chart as a whole. So this is not to invalidate people's sun signs. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of people have been, that that's kind of been like a contested thing in a lot of the groups yeah. that I'm in yeah. and stuff. Well, I even imagine. in like some of the astrology, I watch a couple like other YouTube people too. Like, I'm sorry, Amber, no, I'm, cool. I'm trying to. I do too. I'm sorry. I watch other people. <laughs> oh my God. You're good. I'm so sorry. I watch so many. It's oh my God. <laughs> It's well, good. You should like, get as many like, perspectives as you can. Yes, that, and that is why I'm doing it because I'm, I'm trying to get as many different perspectives as I can because I'm just, you know, genuinely curious. But um, I can even, you know, sense that and I can feel that, like, even in watching some of the difference because there's some people that I watch the side reel um, and then there's some people who do just tropical. And I haven't really found anybody else that does, um, like, Helen, uh, Hellenistic or Vedic or anything else. Um, um, Vedic yet. and side reel are are the same it's just that oh, okay. they're being so well so astrology. i just wanted to be clear so side real astrology yes. is um it is it is vedic it's just uh -huh. that they're putting um the reason that it's not typically supposed to well you shouldn't call it that mm -hmm. is because it is putting a religious um term before it vedic mm -hmm. is a religion it's kind of like calling um western astrology christian astrology that wouldn't make sense okay um it is the correct term is either sidereal astrology or Indian astrology um, okay. because that is where it is practiced in India. Mm -hmm. So you would say Indian astrology um, or sidereal astrology. And the only difference between um, tropical astrology, which umbrellas many other kinds of astrology, including Hellenistic, um, but anybody that uses tropical, again, they're just using the seasons. They're using the human experience and the planets because the planets are what we can see. Sidereal is coming from the it's cut from the same cloth they have the same rules which is why it is very accurate mm -hmm. um i will not discontinue it or say that it's not it just it's just preference um however they have found more timing techniques with tropical only because we are experiencing it here so it's more real time mm -hmm. they at least that's what they think oh, it is it's about real time versus yeah. the traveling um that's but interesting but again that's that's all you know um personal oh. experience but they are both valid dimension you're living in yeah well, that's an interesting that's aspect of it is, is dimension in it, like your, your what, existence it depends with, on which within, dimension you're yeah, living in yeah. well, well the other thing too that i've always thought too is is interesting is just like your placement within the the timeline too because like the stars and their arrangement and the the size of like the the planets and the moon is going to change from mm -hmm. you know century to century right so like 2000 3000 7000 10000 years ago it had to have been a little bit different well and it does the 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 t earth tilts and side reel or indian astrology they just decided to use the earth's tilt to because they're again they're using the fixed stars mm -hmm. to you know determine people's signs whereas hellenistic astrology found that even though the earth is tilting it's not about that they're using a belt like they're using a equal parts 30 degree belt out in the cosmos, those placements are not actually 30 degrees apart. It's just a way that it was formatted to make it simpler mm. back in, back when it was originally founded. Mm -hmm. And that's where the changing channels goes from. That's why, like, there can't be a 13th sign. There literally cannot be because it was never in the belt. There, You cannot be a cusp because it's literally changing a channel. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of where a lot of that comes from. And with sidereal astrology, it is... Gatsby says, Gatsby says it's time to end the show, guys. <laughs> it's time to end the show. Right. Like, that's Scratching enough of that. Time to end the show, guys. 
Oh, that was yeah. great. I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. No, I, I know. It's cool. I, the only other thing I was going to say was... Um, it's a star scratch pad, by the way. I think he maybe Accurate. was just like... He's just excited about the information. He was excited stars all over See, I'm over here laying truth for Gatsby. Yeah, that was your confirmation. You're on the right path. Scratch, 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 scratch. You say it, Amber. You tell it. You tell all about it. Yeah, he is kind of a guru, kind of a kitty. But also, I would keep in mind, and obviously do this based on, like, what feels right for you, but when you are watching a lot of those astrologies, you do want to avoid when they say, watch your sun, moon, and rising. That is not realistic because, again, it's all being built off of the belt mm-hmm. of the rising. So people, of course, it's not about necessarily what you resonate with because usually we don't see ourselves very clearly. We, like... You could say, oh, you're going to have relationship problems. And you are you can't assume that nobody else except that sign is going to have a relationship problem that right. month. So you're going to resonate with it. But what you really need to be watching for all of these is the rising. Yeah. Other than that, it's just clickbait. It really is. Just freaking just clickbait. clickbait like I'm sorry to say that. I love so world. many astrologists that are like YouTubers. They are amazing. They are so yes. talented. Yeah. But it is really just fan service. It's just people want to believe it's important. So and your moon is important, but it's important for other things. Your sun is important, but for other theater. things. And that just is just astrology theater is all yes. it is. Yeah, and that my is goodness. you know Amber's truth in that. That is and my truth. Yes, yes. I don't force yes. it on anybody, but I do recommend yeah. it. Yeah, only like look into we it. We make space you know? for make all space perspectives. For all of it. Right. Yes. Right. That's right. what consciousness in, does. But look into it, especially if you've made it this far. You know, maybe you're interested. So you know, take a look and. You know, see where it takes you. If it feels right, then keep going with it. If it doesn't feel right, then you keep doing your thing, boo. That's right. <laughs> well, guys, it's well over an hour. I think we can. Really? Already? Yeah, it's what like happened? an hour and seven minutes. I just talked the whole time. Time happened, Time's not real, Dan. Seconds accumulate. Time is not real. I am a Gemini rising. I'm looking at this, time and it says one hour, real. eight minutes. <laughs> Six seconds, seven seconds, eight seconds, nine seconds, ten seconds. So anyway, thank you so much, Amber, for being thank on you the guys. show. Honestly, thank this has you been guys. fantastic. So I'm really glad we, we could do this because I've been looking forward to this for a while. Yeah, we both have. Really we're have. very excited. Really I knew that you would be on our show at some point, so I'm happy that you are happy. In season two. That's so. right, season two, first season of guests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're guest number. Three. Wow. Oh, Top three is one of my numbers. Ooh, so. See? There you yeah. go. There's synchronicity. <laughs> there you go. Three is a powerful number. Three, three is, is a powerful number. number. It is a, it's That's a right. number of creation. So. That's right. It's where we all live, man. Yeah. Third dimension. Third dimension. All right, wait, we can get into that later. We can keep, we can, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got more to yeah. say. We have so much that I more to say about that. Yeah. Well, no, I don't have to pee. I'm just actually wanting a snack. Oh, I figured. She yeah. get into that it's snacky that snack hour time. of the night. It's that snacky, snacky hour, hour of the time. Well, hey, Mary we just Jane smoked like a crap time. Yeah, Mary Jane is like, hey, I'm snacking, guys. <laughs> yeah. Let's get some snacks going. She's got needs. Yeah, she does. <laughs> All right, guys. So. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, and we look forward to more exciting topics Yay. on season two here of Fire Consciousness. I can never remember. Liz can never remember either. Well, I can remember the I website. Can you remember? So you oh my can, god, go for it! Okay, do it. So you can definitely check us out on our website. Yeah, he's like, stop it! Scratch, scratch, scratch! <laughs> no, he's like, he's he's excited. Excited. he's cheering. Yeah, he's do excited. It. 
Do it, um, So you can find our website at higher-consciousness-talk.com, and there you can also find the links to our Facebook and Instagram. So I'm not trying to jumble and I'm trying to figure <laughs> yeah, out if it it's the dash right. or the underscore or the die or whatever because the internet, again, is inconsistent. I know this is like a continuing like It's a rant. feud. Like, it's a feud. It's a feud. Like, I'm just asking We have internet, a continuing feud with please, the internet. Like, like uh, software is like, can you just make it all like one thing so we can just like we just need to be one man like no, no I don't got time for this yeah, Dots like, and dashes and yeah I don't like these like stuff. I just want to be one with everyone alright and the internet alright Gemini calm down <laughs> alright thank you guys have a good night enjoy your smokes peace out goodbye bye, bye. Listen to more Higher Consciousness every Thursday on Spotify at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.